Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Happy Friday! So glad everyone's able to join me today. We have a great show planned today. For the first half an hour, talking about why diets don't work. Uh, you, you all know I have shared with you my fitness. Uh, dilemmas and challenges and trying to lose weight, my love for chocolate chip cookies and all things fattening. Uh, but I had to get on the, I got on the, you know, the, the good meal eating wagon earlier this year, and I am down so much weight. I'm sure you've seen in a lot of my pictures I'm healthier looking <laughs> than I have been in the past. And, you know, I always use the excuse, oh, I'm really tall, I can hide it. But there comes a point in time when you can't just tuck it in and hide it and use clothes. You have to just get the work done. So we've got, oh, my goodness, this is a great show. Christopher Sasha is joining us in a few minutes. His website is fitbodiesbysasha.com, and I'm putting it in the chat room right now. FitBodiesBySasha.com. I'm so excited, and I have to say, oh, my gosh, not to embarrass him, his body is amazing. <laughs> so without further ado, we're going to bring him right into the line. Good morning. Hey, how are you today? Uh, Christopher, are you with us? Good morning, Sai. How are you? I'm great. Am I making you blush talking about how gorgeous your body is? <laughs> well, thankfully, I'm here in my office by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have to say, we, we have guests in the chat room. Um, the uh, studio line is open, so if you want to call in, please feel free to call in, 347-633-9113. Um, let me start by just saying, well, first of all, tell everybody a little bit about you, and then we'll get into my, my questions. <laughs> well, I'm a healthy lifestyle consultant here in Chicago, and I specialize with celebrities and billionaires and CEOs because these are the people that have the most stress, and stress seems to be the major trigger these days in um, people gaining weight and not being able to keep it off or be able to get it off. And a lot of people don't understand, no matter how much they exercise and diet, that if their hormones are off, then they're not going to lose the weight because their body is maintaining, and that's what our bodies are designed for, is to keep and conserve energy. So it's kind of a defeating purpose when you don't focus on the hormones as well as your diet and your exercising. I didn't even know that. That's You know, I'll touch on that in a second. That's a really, really good point. I always thought, uh, you know, I worked out just because, you know, I joined a gym just like most people do. You join a gym, you get on the machines, you take a couple of classes, and I toned a little. And I'm like, I'm not losing weight. And that's because I was still coming home because I got stressed and I would eat I'm so embarrassed to say it, but I would put, like, a frozen pizza in the oven and eat the whole thing. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed, but my listeners know my my two addictions are to pizza and cookies, but they're not anymore. But what you're saying is that, you know, your hormones play a factor as well. And, and with your client base, with all of the stress, what about, you know, people who are just dealing with the stresses of every day? Like, I know you're, you're – 
you know, clients are on the higher economic end, but are there things that people who, you know, just kind of go to work every day and they're dealing with grumpy bosses and dealing with um, the bus that's late, what can they do to just start their fitness journey? Okay, well, the first thing to know is that stress is stress. It doesn't matter if it's physical, mental, emotional, or anything. Your body doesn't know what kind of stress. It can't differentiate stress. Stress is stress, whether it be from an angry boss or whether it be from um, physical exhaustion or uh, stress paying the bills and not being able to sleep at night. All Mm -hmm. these factors, all these stresses are the same to your body, and your body reacts to all these stresses the same way where cortisol raises, Mm -hmm. which which increases blood sugar. And this is the reason why we're uh, maintaining the weight, because the blood sugar comes in and then insulin has to come in to get the blood sugar into the cells. So if there's constant release of insulin, your body isn't able to burn fat because insulin is a fat-storing hormone, and so is cortisol. This is why stress makes you gain weight and um, also why uh, not being able to sleep at night also makes you gain weight because of the cortisol and also from other hormones involved with this. But you know uh, what? the average person, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, keep going. Keep going. For, the, for anybody, um, like I already stated, stress is stress. So the number one thing that I do when I'm stressed, I take a deep breath. And you might remember this when you were a child. Your mother would say, you know what, just take a deep breath and relax. And your mother, was act- she actually knew what she was talking about because what happens is it activates your parasympathetic nervous system and your vagus nerve, and that's those are the mechanisms that actually calm you down and get your body back into balance again. So whenever you feel stressed, what I do is I take five deep breaths, as much air as I can hold, I can take in, then I hold it for five seconds, and then I release it for five seconds, and I do five of those. And by the time I'm done, I am calm, my muscles stop being tensed, and I'm able to focus again. So is it the is it the fact that people are, and I know you just explained the cortisol, so is it that stress is a trigger just for so many other things? Because I know when I get stressed, I go right for the things I probably shouldn't eat. Or is it the stress itself that can help us gain, that, that makes us gain weight? Well, it's the it's actually the um, side effects of what stress does to you. And what a lot of people do is um, because stress takes blood sugar and it takes the blood sugar out of yourself. And what you need, your body is looking for is to fulfill that blood sugar again. So that's why you get the junk food because fast carbohydrates go into your system quickly and give you the energy quickly. So that's why you go for the chocolate chip cookies or the uh, entire frozen pizza that I've heard. <laughs> I haven't done that for a while, though. I, I probably haven't <laughs> done that for over a year. But, you know, uh, I've, I've been doing this show for a few years now, so sometimes I would be wolfing down pizza right before the show starts. But I'm really proud to say, you know, but for me, it was when I turned 40 last year that I said, you know, I really have to do better. What is usually the reason for people to get fit? Is there a reason that people come to you like life-changing events? I know for me, when I turned 40, I was like, uh-oh, I'm 40. If I don't start getting this weight off now, then it's going to be stuck with me later. You know, sometimes for women it's a baby. Are there reasons that people kind of seek um lifestyle coaches like yourself? They do. A lot of them are, unfortunately, a lot of it is for vanity, but there are a few that do come in for health reasons. And, for example, one of my clients was pre-diabetic, and he was worried about being full-blown type 2 diabetes. 
Wow. So he asked me, he heard about programs being out there that can actually reverse and cure diabetes. So he asked me to um, find a program for him. So I did a lot of research, and I created a program, and we worked it together, and we got him uh, – um, I don't know if you know what an A1C test is. It's a blood, no. blood test that tests for diabetes and prediabetes. And if you have a 6.5 or above on two consecutive of those tests, then you're diagnosed as being diabetic, a type 2 diabetic. So he was worried about that because he was at um, 6.2. So we started working the program, and we got him mm-hmm. down to 5.6, which is normal. So he oh, was wow. very pleased with that. And we found out that you can actually reverse prediabetes without drugs and without medications. And unfortunately, the media and the pharmaceutical industry wants you to take these drugs because it's big money. You know, I, I always said that my mom... Um, died from cancer, um, ovarian cancer, a few years ago. And after really exploring this whole chemo thing and the medicine, you know, without it affecting my mom, I probably would have never paid any attention to it. And I came to my own personal conclusion that the pharmaceutical industry really is (laughs) self-serving, to put it as bluntly as I possibly can. I, I, I just, you know... Nothing official, just my observation, talking with people. Like, they really need to keep our fear um, and keep this whole thing moving along so we stay medicated, we stay drugged, because then they stay in business. And now you're kind of saying the same type of thing. Right. I totally um, – you know what? The pharmaceutical industry does have miraculous drugs for acute reasons, but not for a chronic problem where they want you to stay on drugs for the rest of your life. In fact, um, the, especially the diabetes drugs, the complications become worse and worse, and you eventually start losing your eyesight and amputations and nerve damage and all these other things, and those are part of the side effects of these drugs. Wow, that's, you know, that I, I, it's very disheartening, and you're a fitness professional, um, and I'm definitely not putting words in your mouth, but just to just to know that um, we really, I believe we really just have to take charge of our bodies, and we really have to become aware and knowledgeable. And if I may say, like, I've started paying a lot more attention to my own body so I can now notice when there's a trigger that can lead to stress or when I really, really just need sleep. Um, because I didn't pay attention to those things before. So I, I guess, really, we just have to pay attention to our bodies, right? Right, exactly. That is the number one thing, and I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that, because once you become aware of the things that are happening, then you key, you can zone in on what's happening and hopefully find something that will help you um, get away from that situation, like you were stating that being more aware of when you need sleep, because sleep is so crucial, because that's when your body actually repairs itself. And if you don't get to sleep, your body's not repairing your, itself. And with time, it just dilapidates and dilapidates and gets worse and worse, and all these diseases start happening because you're not getting the sleep that you need for your body to take care of itself. Because our bodies are miraculous machines. They will take care of themselves if you allow them to, and you don't jump in with um, medications on long-term. Uh, problems. And as I said before, I do agree that medications at times need to be um, implemented on an acute basis, but not a long-term, lifelong basis for most diseases, and diabetes being one of them. 
Well, I'm I'm so glad you were able to call into the show today. Everybody, you're listening to Christopher Sasha, who is just got this amazing personal training service business in the Chicago area. His website is fitbodiesbysasha.com. I also put it in the chat room, so for everyone that's in the chat room, you can see it's www.fitbodiesbysasha.com. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Did you just have any final words for our listeners before you go on to your next training session? (laughs) Uh, take the time to start realizing when you become stressed because that's one of the major key factors of gaining weight. And remember the little exercise, you can do it anywhere. Just take those five deep breaths, hold it for five seconds, and exhale for five seconds. That will do a tremendous amount of benefits for your body because we all get stressed no matter what, driving in the city, um, making sure you get the reports to the boss, any kind of stress that you have, this will help with. Well, I am so glad. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today, and we'll talk to you real soon. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, no doubt, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. You do the same, Shai. Okay, no doubt. Be good. So, you know, we're looking at, you know, today's show is really talking about why diets don't work. And I have been on this plan, this program. Well, actually, I've been on this program since January, and I was non-compliant. I had my menu. I had my food, and I'm and I figured as long as I went to the gym and took as many classes as I possibly could, I would lose weight. And as I shared at the top of the show, my body started changing a little bit, but not enough to make anything happen on the scale. And so I joined this program that had a food component. And the minute I changed the way I ate, cut out a lot of the fat, cut out the sugar, cut out the caffeine, my body started. Uh, dropping pounds. And so next on today's show, I have the pleasure, oh, absolute pleasure of having the person who has been coaching me um, for these last couple of months. His name is Mike Bedoya, and I'm so glad to have him on the show today. Mike, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Saida. How are you? I'm doing great. I just was sharing. Um, I, I, I was telling people, how, you know, most of the listeners know that my my food, my bad food addiction. But when I came to you, it was um, right after June. In June, I had my um, an emergency appendectomy. I didn't know. I was walking around right. with a stomach ache for a week, and I went to the emergency room, and they're like, Miss um, Brown, your appendix needs to come out. And I was like, okay, that's great. So can I go to the gym? And they told me I couldn't work out for four to six weeks. And at that point is when I came to you and I was like, look, I can't work out. I am being forced to eat better because I don't want to get fat and just be home and eat. And that's kind of where my love and adoration for you um, stepped in. And then you started telling me about your fitness loss and your weight loss and how you got your body fit. Mike, just tell everybody a little bit about what you do during the day, and then we'll get into how you were able to transform your body and then how you helped me transform mine. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, uh, yeah, I lost 93 pounds in 10 months, and uh, it was the biggest part was definitely the, the food component, and I would have to say the motivation part. So, uh, I mean, to this day, it's been 18 months since I've lost weight and, uh, and kept it off. Uh, morning ritual is pretty much definitely getting up and getting that breakfast in because of the protein. Uh, it'll boost your metabolism 32% just by getting some protein in you uh, right off the bat in the morning. And then it's just uh, it's pretty much 
you, it's, it's all metabolism. It's retraining your metabolism so it works for you. It's like a machine. So you have to put the right fuel in so it's constantly working for you throughout the day. So even if you can't make it to the gym one day or two days out of the week, your metabolism still, is still working for you, uh, you know, doing what it's supposed to do so that it's burning the fat and, you know, mainly targeting the fat the fat cells in your body. It's not only about losing the weight. It's not about the number on the scale. It's about getting that fat off, which is uh, not only makes you look good, but it's also helping you with high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, you know, as, a, as a, your last guest said. Yeah, that's what he was saying, that, you know, a lot of these things come upon us, I believe. Well, he was saying, you know, by stress and then the things that we eat and then diabetes and all these other things. But, you know, I want to talk a little bit, if we can, just about the importance of protein. I've heard you and a host of other people, fitness professionals, um, share with me just about why protein is important. So, you know, when when you're talking protein, is, does that mean we should have, like, meat for breakfast? Does that mean we should have a protein shake? Does that mean we should have a protein bar, peanut butter? How do we incorporate more protein into our bodies? The The key is... Uh, clean protein. So, I mean, you want variety. You don't want to just say, well, I like peanut butter, so I'm going to eat peanut butter for breakfast uh, <laughs> the rest of my life. And that's you know, what I or, do. <laughs> uh, right. Well, a lot of people do that because they, they know, well, they, they'll read something and they'll say, okay, well, egg whites are good. So they just eat egg whites every single morning that's me. forever. Right. It's 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 not that simple. And it's it's not only not that simple, it's for variety. You don't want to get bored. That's what happens with people. They get right. bored with something like, oh, you know, skinless chicken, great. I'm just going to eat skinless chicken every day for lunch. It's, right. It gets boring. It's going to get boring. You're going to get frustrated, and it's not going to work. So it's it's the main thing is clean proteins, like peanut butter uh, mixed with some carbohydrates, like, a, you know, a piece of uh, whole wheat toast or something mm-hmm. like that. But definitely egg whites. I'll have, I'll have like, uh, my main thing is omelets. I love omelets. So I'll have egg mm-hmm. white omelets, and I'll switch them with some, different vegetables and always put some kind of, you know, uh, lean protein in there, whether it be mm-hmm. a turkey or grilled chicken or something like that for breakfast. But it's the, I the need main to thing do that. is clean protein. I yeah, need to I mean, do that. It's so easy to just say, okay, I, you know, egg whites are good and just stick to it because you know, you know, that's good. But it, it, the key is that variety in, in, the, uh, in your diet because when you don't have the variety, that's when you get really frustrated and you see something else and you're like, you know what, I can't take it. And you just, that's when you start, you know, getting off of it. Well, you know, well, I will tell you one of the things that Mike um, helped me do, and he is awesome for all of you that are looking for someone to help get your life back on track, get this eating thing under control. I strongly suggest uh, a fitness professional, a fitness coach like Mike is. He's a motivator, but let me tell you, I, Mike made me write my food down. Like, it sounds kind of corny where you have to write a fitness, a food journal, food log, or whatever it is, but he made me. He was like, Saida, here's this big purple piece of paper. Write it down and would send me text messages, Saida, did you write your food down today? And you know what that made me do? It made me really mindful of what I was putting in my mouth on top of the fact that I was meeting with Mike two to three times a week, and I didn't want to hand in a food log with, <laughs> crappy food on it. <laughs> so, 
And, you know, I know one of the things we did talk about, Mike, since June, since we have been working together, was the fact that once I found something that kind of fit what you told me to eat, I stayed there. Like, he would look at my food journal, and it would say turkey burger for lunch five times a week. (laughs) So I was one of those people. So what can people do, Mike, to really, once they make the decision, I need to do better? about the food, about the weight, about the motivation, and they come to someone like you, like I did, what are the first steps that they should take? What are some of the first steps they can take in order to to really get on the path to doing better? All right. What I would suggest, I mean, first of all, you have to be mentally prepared to do it. It has to be, right. you know, with like with any, it's, it's a, pretty much an addiction. It's with any addiction. You have to be mentally prepared to say, you know, this is it, I'm tired of it, I want to be healthy, I want to live a healthy lifestyle, and it's not a diet, it's not a quick fix, it is a lifestyle change. It's not something that a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, you know, um, I have a wedding in in three months, I want to lose 20 pounds. You know I'm very forward sighted. I will tell them this is not the plan for you. This is not the plan for you. You do. It's not, you will it's not say a that. plan. It's right. It's it's a lifestyle change. You have to be first of all mentally prepare yourself and and commit commit to yourself to be healthy. Number one, and then everything else will kind of just fall into place. Um, you know, it's it takes 21 days to break a habit, a bad habit. And what we're doing is with retraining your metabolism, we're also teaching you how to change uh, bad habits into good habits. And it's, mm. it's one step at a time, and you have to be prepared for a long journey. And it gets it's easier, hard. like with anything it, else. It, it's, it's hard. It is. I tell everybody, it's very hard. I've cried in front of Mike. <laughs> I've cried in front of Mike. I've cried. Uh, poor Mike has heard me talk about my dog. I mean, I don't even have a dog, but, you know, my dog, my kids, my grandma. Because when you decide, when you make that decision to change your life, you're changing X number of years worth of gunk that's been built up in your life. Because in my opinion, and Mike helped me see this, it had nothing to do with weight. It was like Saida needed to get her life together, and weight management and food, those were all kind of components of this entire piece. And if you don't get yourself a professional like Mike, and I'm saying it, that's why he's on this show, because he has helped me in ways that you can never imagine – I personally don't think you're going to be successful. And that's a strong thing for me to say. But because it touches on so many different areas of your life, it touches on your relationships with others. One of the first questions I remember Mike asked me is, is your husband supportive of this new place on your journey? Right, Mike? You asked me that. Right. Definitely. And you, he's friends with my husband. and talk. How important is it to have support from others on this journey? It's like I said, it's, it's, there's three components. It's healthy food education, movement, and motivation. Motivation right. uh, is 55% of that, of those three components. And in motivation, you have you know what we call your fifth factor. So it's the you know five people that influence your life the most. Yeah. And um, having those five people on board with you will make make you or break you. Unfortunately, um, right. Your husband. Number one, amazing, amazing Aww. man. He came when I first, when I first met him, and he was just kind of quiet in there. And then before you knew it, the next week he's joining the you know joining the the, the club with you, 
Yeah. And he's there every day. I think he's there more than you are now. And, I think uh, so. He went last night after I work. Mean, Can you believe it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that, that, that support system, knowing that, you know, so when you do lose a little bit of pounds or you start your your clothes start fitting a little bit better, you want someone to say, wow, you look great. You look amazing. Yeah. You know, when you're doing, it's it's a lot of psychology. When you're doing all that hard work and no one says anything, it's kind of like, man, is this even worth it? Because you want that yes. approval of somebody else. Even if you don't, you know, you shouldn't have to, but we do. As humans, we do. We want that approval. We want to hear the compliments. Hey, honey, you're looking great. Good job. It keeps you motivated. So that motivation, that 55% is critical to uh, to to not only get the weight, but keep it off so that, you know, you feel good about yourself, your friends and family, and then it just passes to them also because then they say, well, what are you doing? I want, I want to look like that. I want to feel good. I want the energy that you have. It's, it's critical to have that fifth factor of uh, supportive people in your life. And it takes commitment. It, it, it takes, you know, for me it was hard because some of my close, like two, I have two really, really, really close friends. And I was like, come on, we can do this together. And neither one of them wanted to do it. They always had something to do. They always had an errand. To, I mean, there was endless excuses. And finally, I stopped mentioning the gym, my mem- my new food program. I just never talked about it at all. And the funny thing is, I did not, I kept wearing the same clothes that I was wearing. So they didn't really see how my body was starting to change and how I was losing weight. So like towards the end of the summer, like right around now where you're starting to buy clothes for fall or, you know, because now none of my clothes fit. I was like a 14, 16. And now I'm between a size 8 and a 10. So I, it's not even like I can wear clothes from last winter because they totally don't fit. So now that I've been buying, like, not necessarily tighter things, but just clothes that fit, now right. they're like, oh, my goodness, i got to get myself in shape. How did you do it? But they don't know that it's been months. It, it's not right. something that I started last week. And I don't want to say, well, now I don't care about their fitness journey because they're my friends. But I have a different perspective because when I tried to say, come on, let's do it, I just knew I had to do it for Saida. And exactly. that was my cross to bear. And I, sometimes you just can't take everybody with you. And, and everybody's not meant to go with you. Sometimes you just have to do it alone. It's good to have company, and I'm glad that my husband is, has been incredibly supportive. But this was something I had to just do for me. Right. I think you might because you've been I, there the whole way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> And I, it was the, it was the same for me and all the people that I've trained and I've you know worked with uh, you know over over 400 people. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's it's that commitment to oneself. Yeah. The belief system uh, is huge. Also, the the we we go back into our own memory banks and see. Well, you know, I've tried 10 to 20 diets in the last three to five years and I failed at every one. Yeah. And it's you know it's because of that. it's it's this this diet thing that everyone has in their head because you know I want to lose twenty pounds to look good for the summer I want to you know it's a lifelong thing and when I speak to people and I sit them down and I have an hour you know an hour consultation with them when they realize wow you know this is a lifelong commitment it's yep. not you know some quick fix it's it's well, I, you know it's eye opening well I mean I have to say Mike you have changed my life in a way that. 
um, is immeasurable. You are my friend, and I'm just so excited. And um, we just got to hit up in the chat room that uh, TGL, which is the God Life, uh, says he needs a personal trainer. And that's what this show is about, helping people get to the point where they realize that they want to do something and that there's resources out there to help them. So thank you so much, Mike, Definitely. for calling in today. We love you. The Cyber Morning Show loves you. So thank you. Big shout-out to Derek Hayes in Columbus, Georgia, who is listening. He dialed in. Big shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Join us. Uh, come to uh, the show Monday. Listen to the show Monday. I'm sorry. I was just looking. Tonight I'll be at the Arrested Development Show at B.B. King's. So if you're in the city, join me for that. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I'll see you soon.